What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, and Ollie, and Harry. Hello, you boys. Hello. Hello. Good. What's good? How is everybody? Very well, mate. Yourself? Yeah, very good, man. Very good. Just trying to get to grips with all the football at the moment with all these postponements and rescheduled games coming up. It's a bit of a bull. Like, I wish teams could just stop cheating, boys. Basically. Getting these games postponed. It's a pain in the ass. But, um, but yeah, it was a so-so week of football, I'd say. Some games were good, some games were bad. Um, it was looking promising being a great weekend with the Palace-Brighton game. And then obviously, you know, come the last five, ten minutes of the game, we completely fucked it up. And only got we got away with a point, I think it's fair to say, because we were pretty awful throughout the game. So for it, ste- it would have been stealing three points 100%. But, you know, I'll take it. Um, the team that just drew uh, with Chelsea, I'll take I'll, I'll, fuck it, I'll take it. Um, but, yeah. Where do we want to start, boy? Obviously, we're going to do a bit of a reviewing of the football last week, and then we'll get on to some previewing of the football this week. Um, actually, I guess there's one thing we should probably talk about quickly before we start, and is the Rafa Benitez firing, boys. Obviously, yeah. finally, Benitez is gone. Only a week after, a week or so after they sold Lucas Digne, one of their best players, to Aston Villa because Rafa Benitez didn't want him and he didn't want to be there. So, you know, just another example of Everton's incompetence, which... Uh, if anyone's interested, you will be able to see on World on World in Sport because I'm writing an article on it and it will be out in a few days. So check that out, a little plug plug. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was a bit. What do you guys think? It, obviously, it was it was coming, right? I mean, they just lost two one to Norwich, um, which yeah. is you can't be doing that. You know, they're 16th, I believe, in the Premier League right now. Um, genuine, yeah, 16th, genuine six points off the job, a genuine threat of relegation right now if they don't get their stuff their shit together. Obviously, big Duncan Ferguson's taken over with Leighton Baines and uh, it's looking like I've seen Lampard and Cannavaro have interviewed for the job boys so far and Rooney is expected to interview as well um, so yeah I'm just going to pass it over to you guys quickly what would you make of the rapper firing um, yeah it makes sense really yeah, it's it lucky it didn't happen a couple of weeks before that I think he bought himself a little bit of time with that result against Arsenal but he was yeah very lucky he didn't get fired before that really but it's just gone yeah, from definitely. bad to worse I think for him. Yeah, I mean they've got they've uh, only won one in their last five and and they've just looked awful, haven't they? Like losing to Norwich, like, like we were saying, and then uh, well, the fact they didn't start Richarlison just said it all. I'd have sacked him before the game if I'd seen Richarlison on starting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you know Richarlison. And the goal he scored as well was outrageous. That bicey, um was fantastic, but yeah, I don't know. Like he he just. They're in a bit of a predicament right now, because I guess we're starting with the Everton game, fuck it. Um, they're a bit of a predicament right now, because they've built a team in Rafa's image, and now they don't have Rafa. Yeah. Um, they're going to struggle to get... I know it's they were struggling anyway, but, you know, with the system, maybe Duncan Ferguson, you know, that you do get that new manager boost, and especially when it's with a club legend, like like what Duncan Ferguson is to, is to Everton. Um, it can be a boost, but who have they got this week? They've got at home to Villa, which is not an easy... Uh, an easy one they've got to face obviously but well, I guess they hate him I guess they hate Stephen Gerrard Everton fans of course yeah, yeah. of course definitely. Um, and they like Coutinho as well and they hate Coutinho and uh, yeah I think I, it's hard to tell if they still had Rafa I'd be like Villa are going to walk all over these guys but you just never know right with that boost of uh, of the Duncan Ferguson impact I think Calvert-Lewin's back now right I believe so, yeah, yeah he's been um, yeah and yeah, like they got to Kure, obviously Richarlison's back. So yeah, you never know, man. It, it could, Everton could bounce back with a huge win. Our predictions from the beginning of the season are finally coming true. 
because we did say that Everton are going to be absolutely trash this year. And then for the first month or so, they were pulling the wool over our eyes and getting a couple of results, and they were flirting with the. Uh, well, the I don't think anyone five. expected Townsend to play well for longer than a month. Yeah, Damari no, Gray. Just doesn't happen. Yeah. Which is painful for us as a pro Everton podcast. It's painful to see this guy. Oh, obviously, yeah, big pro Everton podcast. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's interesting because obviously they're going to need this. If they can win, then they can go hide on points with Leeds, which, like, if you're looking at how Leeds are right now, that's pretty awful. Um, yeah. But if they don't, if they don't win, you know, they won't go. They won't go any further down. But Watford or someone like that get a result, they're just looming towards that relegation zone. And uh, it's just not pretty, man. It's not pretty. I just, I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see an escape of Everton getting anything higher than maybe like 13th, 14th this season if they really, you know, if they push it. Yeah. But it would be funny if they got relegated. No, because we're pro Everton, so we don't want that to happen, but it would be funny. For sure. Imagine Everton in the Championship. That was never, that's never happened. Not second since 19. Longest, second yeah. longest uh, Premier League tenure. Last time they were relegated was 1950, 1951 season. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the research for the article right there, boys, in the noggin. But um, but yeah, no, uh, it's, it's a bit of a shambles in, in Liverpool right now. Um, in I guess you could say almost in both sides of the camp. Just in terms of football, Liverpool playing well, but they are just moving mad. Klopp trying to cheat his way out of everything, not signing Mo Salah to a new contract yet, uh, potentially letting him walk. Like, I don't know. It's a bit of a mammal. They did absolutely hammer Brentford who got back-to-back hammering to a 3-0 against uh, Liverpool and then a 3-1 at Man- against Man United um, yeah things not looking too pretty did you guys catch the uh, Liverpool uh, Brentford game at all saw bits of it yeah, yeah. bits of it they're looking strong Alex looks like Chamberlain getting on the uh, getting on the score sheet obviously Minamino getting on the score sheet after his absolute howler against Arsenal Oh, How, in the oh epic in God, the yeah. Carabao Cup, like that honestly, so bad. I forgot that he was like a player that people rated, but then I was like, like I think I said in the group chat, I was like, I think people only rated him because he played with Haaland at Salzburg. Yeah, because I don't know how you do otherwise, because he's been. Absolutely... I think he was, he was like labelled as someone with potential, though, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't really, I don't remember him, unless it's just me being oblivious to that league. I don't remember him being anything crazy. Harlem was the main name there, yeah, obviously. Yeah, like for sure. But looking now, he was like 25 when they signed him, so it might be like a Lingard situation where he's consi- consistently considered a youngster. His whole career. Not... Minamino's 25. Well, he was 25. He was 25 when they signed. He's 27 now. Yeah. I thought he was like 18. Yeah. He's 27. Yeah. He's older than us. Oh my god. That's nuts. Oh my god, that is nuts. But um, but yeah, fucking Liverpool getting back on it, obviously. It was looking like there was a potential chance for people to catch City up. I thought they may drop points at Chelsea, but then that just didn't happen. They, yeah, I think uh, it's gone now, isn't it? It's, it's done. They're on 56, and Liverpool in second with 45, then Chelsea in 44. Interesting fact, did you know, boys, that Frank Lampard got sacked being 11 points off the leaders, and now they are 12 points off the leaders? There is, actually, I've seen a couple of rumours that is Tuchel going to be sacked? If they do that, then they're fucking idiots. Because yeah, who are I, they going to get back in? Yeah, I don't know why they would, but they're running out of managers. Like, what, they're running out of managers to hire that haven't Definitely. already been at the club. One hundred percent. And yeah, Chelsea are a bit of a, a revolving uh, door for uh, for managers. Like a lot of sort of these clubs have been over the last sort of ten years. But Chelsea are very quite notorious for that sort of thing. They always oh, yeah. they never have a manager for that long. 
No. Who's their longest serving manager? What, Mourinho for a couple of years? Probably Mourinho, yeah, yeah I would imagine it would In be the more modern era, there. anyway. Three or four years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mid noughties, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. then he went to Inter after that, didn't he? After Chelsea, yeah. Inter, yeah. then Real Madrid, I think. Um, and then back to Chelsea, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I don't know. Chelsea, yeah, they're just, they're bottling it at the moment, man. They've got one win in their last five. Like, I don't know why. I think the problem is um, it keeps rotating the centre midfield. They're getting yeah. no stability because, well, obviously, Kante's playing a lot, but, you know, half the games you're playing Jorginho, half the games you're playing Kovacic, and they, you know, they're, they're not like for like. No, um, not at all. You're going to get, they, they have different qualities about them. Like, yeah, and, and um, even that front three as well, they're just interchanging that front three consistently. Like, sometimes mm. you're going to have, you're having ZX start, then you're having Havertz start, Pulisic, Mount, Hudson Adoy is somehow getting a look in in this team when he's yeah, been. It doesn't seem to be much consistency. They are at their best when they're not playing one of their out and out strikers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and we, we well, do have to say. They got Mount in the false nine or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and Lukaku's just can't hit a barn door for nothing, mate. Right now, like just as I thought, just... he was on the way back. He's he scored yeah. a couple, like one or two goals, and then haven't seen him since. He's been missing. No, he's just not been not been doing it. But I mean, we have to I take into account they have lost Chilwell and uh, Reese James, two of their most important players in their team. Like going forward, That's bad they're their best attackers. Yeah, I know it's crazy. <laughs> like Reese James is their well, their best, their top goal scorers have got uh, is uh, Jorginho, right? Still. Yeah. Six. I guess it's because he takes penalties. Yeah. He takes pens. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do yeah. anything else. And they got a back three <laughs> that's just can't stay healthy. Um, don't know where Christensen's gone. He's just not getting the game at the moment. He started this season really well. Yeah. Um, it must be it must be injured. Looking now, actually, they didn't even they didn't have a defender on the bench against City. Bloody yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell, that is bad. But um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then you look at the players that they re you look at the defenders they recently got rid of in literally in the summer. Tomori, Gay, um, that's the only two I can name. Well, Livramento, I suppose they got rid of as well. Who who could have actually done a job down that left? He's been fantastic at Southampton this season. Yeah, um, could have done a job down that left. But we know Marcus Alonso is good going forward, but going back, he leaves a lot to be desired. So yeah, I mean, as as you know. I still think that they're a team that could go and win the Champions League because in a one-off hit game, like they definitely can just win. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it's evident over a 38 game season, they're just not being. They just no one right now can keep up with Man City. No. Their, their squad depth is just too much. Like and, and Pep's got sure. playing like mad. I mean, it's not like Phil Foden up front, and they're and they're smashing. I mean, obviously Foden's a class player, but you know, they don't have a recognised striker. We can't keep. You know, but that is because they just don't. They aren't signing one. It's not like they've got injuries or something. They just elected to play that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't they know. really don't need one. They don't. Need nah. One. If they do, if they do get one, if they if they get Harlan, mate, it's all fucking over. Yeah. Right off the next five years, because or even longer, because that's it. We might as well just give them the Premier Leagues now. Yeah. Liverpool are Liverpool are going to fall off. Liverpool are really going to fall off. I've got a feeling. Um, that happens. We'll become an NFL podcast. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We'll do NFL and stuff like that. Yeah, it's fine. Ollie can just sort of sit around and be like, you can inject him at one talk. You can learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can learn. Um, but yeah, no, you have to be a Packers fan then. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the top four race is, way, is the thing that is way, is saving this league at the moment. I'm not going to lie. Because the relegation battle is a bit boring. It's basically between Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, Watford, and maybe at a stretch, Everton and Leeds. 
but um, that top four battle with you, you've really realistically you've got yeah United, Arsenal, Tottenham, and West Ham. That, that could, and Wolves maybe if they just go on a bit of a mad one, Wolves they could they could scrape themselves back into it um, yeah. if the other teams don't keep going. Obviously, uh, Ollie, how are you feeling about your boys right now with their obviously you know you won four or four or five on the bounce I think it was and then picked up that loss obviously against uh, who was it against City. That was it. Yeah, you picked up that yeah. loss. That was, your, that was your last game. That feels like ages ago. No, no. Um, I'm not too worried about it. We've got two games in hand at the moment against West Ham, who are only two points ahead of us. So yeah. I'm, I've got that going for me at the moment. Um, obviously, Tottenham have got one game in hand. Ag- yeah, Tottenham have got one game in hand against us, which means they've got three against West Ham. So that's a little bit concerning. But I don't think that. Like Conte's he's doing a job because in the sense that he's not losing games he's he's staying unbeaten yeah. or whatever but they're not playing amazing like football watch, yeah man. they are really boring they get him there they get him there yeah but that's the thing they're not playing like hugely like amazing football and stuff like that and I think with obviously when Afghan's over and stuff like that and when we've got hopefully more of this COVID situation out the way and there's not as many games being postponed and stuff then hopefully we can get back firing on all cylinders and stuff but I'm not too concerned at the moment obviously we've still got well, we're only just over halfway through the season so there's still yeah. a long way to go and hopefully we can just yeah maintain this and keep it up really um, yet to make any signings in January um, hopefully we do make some in the next 11 days but who well, knows at the moment really yeah well you've had Kalazanac and Looks like Pablo Mari is going to go. I know Klasnac has been confirmed. Obviously, Pablo Mari looks like he's going to go out. Yeah, um, that's good because I'm pretty happy for them to go because, as I say, we don't really need or play yeah. them. Yeah, so it is what it is with them. But I'd start to bring someone in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think what was it, Arthur from Juventus and and Valovic? The Valovic. Those are two main names at the moment. Be interesting if you get one of them. Arthur, I feel like that might just be a desperation move to pack out the midfield a bit because he yeah. hasn't been particularly great over the last few seasons. No, yeah, I, I, I hear you with that because our midfield is attacking-wise, our midfield is quite decent. We've got a lot of youngsters in there, but they're pretty decent. But sort of CDM, we've only really got three players to pick from: Lukonga, Partey, and Jacker. And Jacker's just yeah. unreliable as fuck. Partey's oh, so a bit bad. more reliable, but obviously he's at Afcon at the moment. The Congo's not supposed to be playing as much as he is. He's but... back now, though, isn't he? Partey, because they've been knocked out. out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he'll be back, um, and I will be back. Probably the same. But, um, yeah, um, obviously the Congo's not shouldn't be playing as much as he is. He wasn't planned to be played as much as he is, yeah. but I'm sort of, I don't think he's doing badly at the moment by any means. So I'd like to yeah strengthen that CDM position a bit more, give it a bit more depth to it. Um, but yeah, it just sucks that we signed Jacker to a new contract. But we should have just let him go. Yeah, it's a tough one because he just—he's just—I don't know. I don't know. He's just an idiot, isn't he? Like, it's—it's it's baffling how he just. That's just. I don't think he gives a shit. I'll be he honest. Really like, doesn't. he can't—he can't care because his actions say otherwise. Like, he has no respect why... for the fans or the manager. I don't understand all. why he, he signed a new contract. If he's money, just, isn't it? Yeah, I just it just winds probably me like up. living in London, man. We um, obviously we had this conversation the other day in the group chat about obviously so I think there's a, a bit of 
lack of discipline or a lack of respect from some of the older players towards like yeah. maybe Arteta or some of like um, a couple of the coaching staff or whatever. And I, I do think that is it. It tends to be the older players like Aubameyang, like Jaka that uh, we're having issues with that clearly think that they're either better, than, bigger or better than the club or they just don't have the same sort of respect that these youngsters have for, for Arteta and what sort of he's doing and seems to be the youngsters that are, that are sort of carrying the team at the moment. That's why we've got the, the youngest team in the league. Average yeah. age of 23 or whatever, like, ridiculously young. But yeah, at least they're all getting the minutes. Players, sorry, did any of your players play with Arteta when he was at Arsenal? Has anyone been there long Not ago? now, not now. No. no. I would say maybe Bellerin at a push, but he's, he's gone now. He's only on loan. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe that. Hertha Berlin, isn't he? No, Real Betis. Oh, that's it. Yeah, they're actually doing pretty well in the Serie A right, right now. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I think with the, with the young... Uh, sorry, La Liga. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was watching a TIFO. Sort it out, mate. Yeah, I was watching a uh, before uh, before my lecture before this. I was watching a TIFO podcast on uh, on the Syria and how and how mental it is at the moment. It's wicked, man. Um, AC Milan back their second fighting for the uh, Syria. It's kind of crazy. Nice. Like, with Inter, Juventus a fifth. Um, it's kind of mad, but um, but yeah, no. Uh, I think well, like like what I was about to say is that I think Arteta has put a lot of these kids on right. Like he's given Saka his. I think is he given Saka his chance or was that? Emery, I think uh, Emery, it yeah. Was maybe Emery gave him the sort of initial run out, and then Saka's uh, Saka Arteta's. Oh, yeah, come a mainstay under it, yeah. Arteta, and then obviously yeah, M.L. Smith Rowe. Uh, he bought in Erdegaard. He bought yeah. in Lukonga. Uh, these young players that that will have some sort of affinity with Arteta because he gave them them ch- their chance. Whereas you've got these entitled players like your Jackers, like your Abamyangs, um, your you know to a degree like your Kalazanaches those kind of guys but I don't really think he's too much of a problem really no, he's just no, not it's... very good yeah like exactly. <laughs> but um on the security team yeah exactly yeah exactly but uh, he's off to Marseille now so I'm sure he'll be brawling some fans anytime yeah. soon with the way Liga is going um scuffing yeah just scuffing every game but um but yeah no it's an interesting time this top four race is going to be fantastic man I, I'm I am rooting for either one of West Ham or Arsenal to make it because I just oh, think yeah. It would be fun to see. Um, definitely be fun to see West Ham get it. That'd be insane. Get top four. That'd be wicked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sort of the players that they could bring in. I mean, they'd have to. I'm assuming they'd be either English or Eastern European, because that's the only players that they sort of sign at the moment. But yeah. you know, get some real good quality ones. Um, yeah. Um, what else has been happening, boys? What else has been happening? United. We'll probably talk about a bit United, shouldn't we? It's a shame Bardell didn't make it on today because we could have. Uh, we could have been bantering him about the Aston Villa game, but then got him, you know, his gloating about the uh, Brentford game and how good. Obviously, he's talking about Rashford uh, last week, and obviously he scored an absolute screamer last night. I don't know if you guys saw it. The belter. But then someone who's revived their form over the last two games is that man, Bruno Fernandez. He's uh, two goals and two two goals and two assists in his last two games. Um, it's been fantastic. Obviously, he scored the two against uh, Villa. Um, with obviously that man Philippe Coutinho on his debut for Villa getting the uh, equaliser um, good bit of play he look, he looks settled already in that Villa team which is quite a scary thing um, for the teams around them like, uh, if uh, if the, he gets firing with uh, with that like Jacob Ramsey as well looking good um, 
but yeah, United, man, obviously looking much better. Ronaldo, I don't know if you guys saw, but Ronaldo obviously rang Nick having a little chat after Ronaldo right, had dude. a little, little bit of a strop about coming off. But then it's hard to have a strop about coming off. And then when the person that comes on for you scores an amazing goal like Marcus Rashford did. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a tough one. Um, but I yeah, and then it's, for Ronaldo, it's just one of those things. Where I just don't, he's not used to that sort of thing. He's not used to being taken off and replaced and stuff like that. And I'm not sure how long he'll actually beat United for. I don't think he's here for much longer. Obviously, he's getting oldish now anyway. But yeah, I just don't think he'll he want to stick around if Ragnar's going to be there for a while. No, I don't think so. Um, well, I mean, I guess he's going to be there for this month, and then he's obviously as a uh, what was it? What is it? He's consultant. A consultant. That's yeah. it. A consultant thing. But um, but yeah, I, I don't think I think he'll be there for another season. I think he'll be there this year, next year. And I think he might move on after that. He said he wants to play into his 40s, but then I don't think he's going to be able to play into his 40s in the Premier League. Um, Go back to Lisbon or MLS or something. Yeah, that would be pretty mad. The only thing I would rate him is is going back to Lisbon. But if he's going to do something, he he should maybe go to the Bundesliga. I feel like that's the only big uh, big league he's, he's not been in. I'd like to see him and Messi go to the MLS and play on the same team together. Just destroy the MLS. That'd be quite interesting. Yeah, um, I would. I would put into perspective just because it's just the MLS. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just the MLS. So everyone's like, and obviously the Americans will lap that up. They'll pay oh, that, that's true. way over the odds oh. for that. They'll we got go, the go best to, players in the world. Yeah, go to uh, Inter Miami. Go to Inter Miami and play under Beckham, and then just they'll be lapping it up. Yeah, they would. They would actually smash it over there as well. But and then you look at them right now, and neither of them are smashing it in actual professional football. We're going to be honest. But apparently, apparently, Messi was the best player in the world last year. Insane. Apparently. Insane. Insane. Like, I, 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 it's one of those things where, like, you do love the, you have, you can't but love, but the fact that we've been alive during the careers of Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. Like, that is a blessing in itself for people that love football. But fuck me, am I, am I happy for them to retire now? To get all this bullshit like stigma thing around them of like they're just the best two because they're just not the best two players in the world at the moment. Like mm-hmm. Mo Salah or Reb- Le- uh, Lewandowski should have won that award, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. Um, how Georgie? I know Jorginho's good and all that, but how the fuck is he in that conversation? He it's is not. good. He is good because you know like he is it's in the not, end. He's not worthy of being anywhere near the Ballon d'Or shortly. No, no, he's not. He's not. But he is a very good player. Like, in terms of, like, you know, he is in the engine room of the team that won the Euros and the Champions League. Like, yeah, he is very important to the teams that he's in. But he's not, like, I think that a is... top three, top five player in the world. Like, there's no chance of that. No, but he's not the best player in the Chelsea team. Half the time. Yeah, no, he's not the best player in the Chelsea team. Like, I... On yeah. either team. <laughs> no, that's true. Team that's all, true. Yeah. That's true. Um... Yeah, but he, obviously, yeah, just him. I don't know what it. Uh, oh, he's good, isn't it? But he must just. I. I don't see it. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't watch Chelsea. I suppose I don't really watch Chelsea week in, week out. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a bit. Someone that is playing better than Jorginho right now. I have to say, it's Fred. That man is bossing up midfield at the moment for for Man United somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and McTominay he was really good against Brentford last night before he picked up his injury, which is a bit of a shame because he, he was playing really, really well. And uh, one kid that, you know, Anthony Alenga, guys, the youngster who's actually been smashing it for me on my Man United FM career mode, uh, impact sub off the bench. But um, yeah, he got his first goal, I want to say, for United. I, I might so, be bullshitting. Yeah. I might be bullshitting. But it was a, it was a well, really well taken goal. Obviously, Rangnick spoke very highly about him since he's come in and obviously rates him very high. 
But um, yeah, fair play to them. I think United have got who they got next. They got West Ham at home. That's mm. going to be a belter of a game. That will be good. That is going to be a belter of a game. Both teams can't defend for shit, so it should be quite funny to see how that goes. Um, well, you know, Everton, uh, Everton, West Ham turn it on and off though. Some days they're like they're looking good in defence. They'll keep a clean sheet, and then you know Leeds will happen. They were pretty stinky against Leeds. Too, they were stinky against Leeds. Yeah, they were. And uh, Leeds weren't particularly great, if we're going to be honest. Like they really weren't. Um, but Jack Harrison, obviously getting his three goals, like fair play to Jack Harrison. He was amazing last year for them, and hasn't really kicked on this year. But yeah, he does. You know, getting that is fantastic. Um, Newcastle still can't win to save their life, no matter who, who or how much money they spend. Because it's, it's, you know, um, I actually weren't here on the last podcast, but we were, we, the, the summary of what we think the Chris Wood buy was for, it's just to take him away from Burnley. It's not because he's good or anything like that. It's just to take him away from Burnley. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose it gives them another option though, Newcastle. And at this point of the season, given where they are in the league and the type of player they want to attract, he can probably not going to get much better than Chris Wood. Whereas for no, Burnley, yeah. it's, as, it's as much as they've lost their the only man who's scored in double figures for the last four years for them. Yeah. Like they're getting twenty five million for Chris Wood, and like if they can replace, I know they're after Andy Carroll. He's they're after Ben Teke as well. Um, yeah, if they but, can get anyone like that for even half of what they got for Chris Wood, then they'll be laughing because they just slot him straight into the Chris Wood role and yeah. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Jesse Lingard as well. Burnley going to stay up. I don't know, man. I don't know if they don't replace Chris Wood with with someone like you know, because I know they're looking at obviously Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll could well go, but can he like you know, is he going to be the striker that can keep you up with what he's got to do in half a season, let alone a whole season? Hmm. Uh, and then you've got Benteke, who he's been rumored to be linked, and they wanted to pay twelve million for him. Benteke said he's not going. He's like, I'm staying, I would rather stay at Palace. Like, I'm not going to Burnley. Like, yeah, you know. No, you don't want to go. You don't want to live I, I don't want to lose him. I can't believe it. I do not want to lose Benteke. Uh, not at this point. Not if it, you know, we've just, we don't know what's going on with Mateta, if he's coming or going. Apparently, he's got a potential low move to St. Etienne in the books. But then apparently, we're also like, we kind of want to keep him because, you know, in the last few weeks, he's been pretty decent for us. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's all a bit. St. Etienne are a bomb three at the moment. Yeah, so I don't know why he'd want to fucking go. It's stay yeah. with us, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then, but we're also, I, I don't know what's going on with the whole Aaron Ramsey thing. Because one day I'm seeing that we're in talks with him. The next day I'm seeing we're not. Like, it's all a bit up in the air. I, If we can get him for the right amount of wages, I would love him on our team. But I just I can don't. see Aaron Ramsey ending up like Max Mayer at your uh, Palace. That sort of signing. Just get him on a free. Although I, no, I think he's the, um... oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I see that. I've... In terms of form, I think he'd be way better for us than uh, Max Meyer, whatever mm. was. Um, yeah, he's he's, you know, he still is a much better player than Max Meyer ever was now. Yeah, and obviously um, he's got pre- pre- uh, previous Premier League experience as yeah, well. Yeah, and I don't think he'd have. Yeah, and we've got a better team around him now than Max Meyer did. Under he mm. was just awful. I can't believe I can't believe he had the number seven shirt for so many years. It's just disgusting. Um, the thing is, he was quite a. Uh, he was a bit of a name at that point. Yeah, thinking that he could really be sort of one of the next big things and hard when you've got Roy Hodgson as your manager though attacking yeah. player with Roy Hodgson as your manager is fucking hard yeah. it's hard to do stuff but um, so credit credit you know we're, you know, we've got to give him a bit of leeway but it is it is tough obviously yeah we're coming off that draw with uh, 
with Ryan. Don't really want to talk about it. But, you know, uh, Jack <laughs> Butland, I have to say, Jack Butland had a, after his howler against Millwall, which then he did actually end up, you know, having a good rest of the game in that Millwall game. It was very decent. Uh, had an absolute blinder against Brighton. Uh, saved the penalty, made a num- numerous fantastic saves, and was just unfortunate that, you know, that Anderson own goal didn't go past the post and it went just on the inside of it you know it's one of them ones that's, it's just when the dice ain't rolling for you but apart from that man Jack Butland's been fantastic I mean I love Gaeta but it's going to be tough for him to get you know back he's younger um, so you know and, he, and he's getting more comfortable as it goes so I don't know it'd be interesting to see Jack, Jack Butland back in the Premier League boys who'd have yeah. funk it but um, I know we are also looking at Dean Henderson or Sam Johnson um, for, for summer anyway not for, for January no. But I mean, either of those two, I would love to bring either of those two in to be our no number one. That would be fantastic. H, I know you've got a lot of love for Sam Johnson. Yeah, um, but yeah, and, and Dean Henderson, I, I footballing wise, yes, I would like him. But locker room wise, man, that dude is toxic. That's the man that's leaking bare shit from Man United's dressing room. Is it? Like, yeah, yeah, him and Marsh. No, it wasn't Marsh. Yeah, it was him and someone else because they don't want to be there. They've been leaking bare stuff about fucking yeah. the Man United what's going on inside and I don't really want that in my team if I'm yeah. going to be honest with you um, just if things aren't yeah. going his way do you know what I mean like it's, it's not a good mentality to have but um, but yeah it's, it's uh, who have we got next actually oh, fucking Liverpool yeah. oh but they don't have Salah or Mane so you never know um, and it's at Sellers Park so you never know we'll have Istanbul, our big uh, 2.0 we'll have big Jordan Ayew back um, we won't have Wilf back because they've just knocked out Algeria, uh, beat Algeria 3-1 and are through to the round of 16 of, the, of AFCON, gone uh, the Ivory Coast. Um, but uh, Nicolas Pepe is well playing really well, well in AFCON, if you didn't know, mate. He's yeah. fucking smashing it, mate. Um, Hopefully he can bring some of that back to Arsenal. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I think the maddest game, right, that we have to really talk about is the left bottom game. Like, Jesus Christ, that was... I wasn't for some fucking reason. I was watching the Man United Brentford game, uh, and I just thought I was like, "Yeah, I want to watch that" because I had obviously Bruno playing in the fantasy league, and I was like, "Oh, this would be interesting." Man United wearing that blue and blue shirt, which I just think is so peng. Um, I don't know if you guys like it at all. They're they're away. I think it's their away or their third kit. I just think it's yeah. peng. You know, the the dark blue with the yellow. Yeah. Um, that way, that's crazy. I love that shirt. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I was watching that game, and then and then. Somehow they had four minutes at a time, but they managed to get the winner in the 95th and the 97th minute. Um, so you'd love to see it, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's good for Palace as well. Leicester are only just above us with that lot. We're literally one spot above us, but yeah, Tottenham, they're a bit of a. We were touching on them obviously a bit earlier, but are they the team to like watch right now in terms of like pushing themselves up the table? Do you think of that of that top four no, shit. battle? Um. Potentially, I think they are. They are, as I said earlier, they are still playing quite boring football, and they are still kind of bad at the back. Like Tanganga, Sanchez, and Ben Davis is such yeah. a bad fucking backline. Because the thing right. if if obviously Bergwijn hadn't Royale's. if Bergwijn hadn't come on, they would have lost two one. Yeah. So it's a bit like I think they, it is there is a bit of an element of luck in that as well, as opposed to yes, obviously they got the result and they did it in quite a, a big way in sort of getting the last two goals in yeah, the 95th and the 97th minute but how much of that is down to pure skill from the whole team and how good the whole team is if they couldn't do it over 90 minutes but then somehow get two lucky goals towards the end then 
I think, yeah, a lot of it is yeah more down to luck than anything else. But not to take anything away from Bergeron because fair play, he came on in the 79th minute or whatever it was. And then uh, obviously... Wicks, he's rubbish, Bergeron. Yeah, he is. He's trash, but... Yeah, he's, he's actually not too bad at like doing everything but finishing. So it's quite, quite ironic that he got two goals in uh, whatever, two minutes or whatever it was. Mm. Um, but yeah, Harry Kane getting back on the score sheet. Um, second goal of the season, I want to say. Oh, he's got a couple more than that. He got a couple more? Oh, okay. I must have missed it. Um, yeah, the football's becoming so thick and fast at the moment. It's actually melting my brain. And it's NFL playoffs, so it's big times at the moment. It's just everything's melting my brain at the moment. Um, but yeah, Tottenham and Le Leicester are... What they're tenth. They're only above us, man. I mean, they've got two games in hand over us, but they're one point above us. If you'd said that, they'd be tenth. We're only one point above Palace uh, halfway through the season. You'd... Leicester fans would be pissed. Yeah. Uh, regardless of you know how our teams are playing, but yeah. No, um... Well, they'd said, "Oh, Palace are in for a good season," and then you'd be like, eh. "Well, we're doing okay. We're, we're, we're we doing, are... that, yeah, we're not doing yeah. terribly at all." To be fair, we are having a for, we are having considering what we were facing at the beginning of the season. We are actually having a good season. Mm. Um, hope long may it continue. Hopefully, the minus one goal difference still baffles me. How the fuck we've got so close to positive goal difference is just amazing for me. Um, it's not as it, normally we're on minus 11 to 20 right now. Um, most of the defeats have been by one goal, haven't they? Yeah, most of the defeats. I think it's um, when Gay and Anderson. I, I saw a that it was before the Brighton game, but we drew it, so I guess it still will be applicable. Before, uh, I think it's Gay and Anderson when they start together at centre back. We've only lost two games. So, you know, and obviously, yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. We still need to. Well, they, were, they were both new signings for this year, weren't they? Yeah. Both new signs, both permanent signings, which is fantastic. Like that yeah, yeah. Uh, we're really missing James McArthur still, uh, but he's back in training now, so I'm looking forward to getting him back. Um, Speaking Luke of players back in training, sorry to interrupt, but um, Harvey Elliott's back after. Yes, four I saw that. that. That's fantastic for uh, for Liverpool. Maybe they will stop cancelling games now. Yeah. Yeah. So how that hasn't, how nothing's happened when we have the facts that they've essentially cheated with the yeah. false positives and, and all that like and sending some back and getting new ones so, yeah they had, they had negative covid tests and then um yeah got more sent them back or whatever got more tests in and then some of them came back positive You're like, well why did you do it in the first place if they were all negative like Mate. and then turns out they weren't actually positive they were false positives so such a tin pot team they are the largest tin pot team in the world like the way they've run they've everything taken like the crown from Arsenal yeah they are they are I mean yeah it's kind of interesting if you back like the back the, the higher ups at Arsenal the higher ups at Liverpool who were worse you're definitely you're weighing it up right now yeah because uh, FSG are just doing everything they can to blow this team to smithereens basically for sure but, um, I uh you guys probably saw in the group chat earlier I uh said to Mark I hope you like the reference for the uh, obviously I the did I, I didn't ask what it was but yeah <laughs> just clop out <laughs> clop out nice <laughs> yeah I love that but uh, yeah shout out Mark um, he's doing his thing at the moment he might be back on at some point but you never know when but uh, and if you see him posting anything on his story on Twitter about haters crying just know that he has not said a peep in the group chat when we've all been ripping it yeah Silence. Let that be known. Let that silence. So just <laughs> absolutely nothing. Uh, and then, yeah, posting on his story. What is he like? But um... <laughs> beat Brentford. <laughs> but yeah, cool, cool. 
Let's talk a bit of relegation battle, boys. For you right now, who, who are you backing to go down? Obviously, we've got Burnley in 20th, Newcastle in 19th, Norwich in 18th, Watford in 17th, and Everton in 16th. Let's leave it at that because that's the closest one so far. I think Dean Smith's doing a, a decent job compared to obviously where they well, were. Yeah. He's literally only a couple of or one point away from getting out of the relegation zone now. And yeah. they've yeah. been rock bottom since pretty much day one. They just have a bad team. Like they are just still have an awful team though. It is such yeah. a when you look at it on paper, you're like fucking hell. They've got three that wins over Newcastle and Burnley's one. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Newcastle was so bad, like. They're just doing everything so wrong, like getting in. Firstly, getting in Eddie Howe. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, shocking. What shocking. is that about? Like he gets re- he got relegated with Bournemouth. He conceded he had that Bournemouth team that he has had conceded the most goals in Premier League history, and his Newcastle team is now on course to break that record. Yeah. Um, they signed Kieran Trippier, who in a vacuum is not actually a bad signing, but when you actually when you look at the s- situation they're in, go get a centre back. You don't need wing back. Go get a fucking centre back. You've got yeah. te- you've got championship se- standard centre backs in the Premier League. It's never going to work. Lascelles is having sneakily one of the worst seasons I've ever seen from a defender in the Premier League. And you sign Chris Wood, who like has got three goals in wh- however many games this season for uh, Burnley, and now you want him to get you-, you need him to get double digits to keep you up, but you've got half a season to do it in. Yeah, and yeah. he can barely he can he does it in the whole season to be fair, but he's only got half a season to do it in. Was it 25 mil, including add-ons for Chris Wood? I think it was just 25 mil because I've seen like it was 20, but then I've seen from like every since it's happened, I've seen everywhere 25. Oh, so I don't, well, I don't know. Either what the way, 25 yeah. mil is a stupid amount for Chris Wood. And if Steve Bruce had made that signing, he would have yeah. been slated. Oh yeah, he, he would have been absolutely would've dragged would've through the mud. But like, it's just so stupid. Like I, I'm baffled. I'm lost for words because it's just like these Norwich and. Newcastle do deserve to get relegated. They do, if we're going to be completely honest right now. I don't want to see Burnley go down because it's just fun having... But like, I want Watford to go down, if we're going to be honest. I hate the way they run their club and do their business, just firing and sacking managers left, right and centre, bringing in new ones, whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just... It is what... Like, Emmanuel Dennis is a banging player, though. He's a fucking great player. Yeah. He, he's wicked. He might be one of the... He same. won't be playing in the Championship next year, that's for sure. No, no. He'll, he'll move on to a bigger team in the... Uh, in the pre- he, I could see him going to, like, a Leicester or Southampton. I was literally just thinking like Leicester. Yeah. Um, maybe even, like, a Wolves or something if Jimenez is not... Because Jimenez ain't really doing it right now, which mm-hmm. is not maybe his fault because he did have that horrific head injury and I can mm-hmm. understand how that probably sets you back a bit um, coming into the league. But, um, but yeah, I just... I don't know, man. I, I just... It'd be great to see Newcastle get relegated just to see all these Geordies pissed. Yeah. Um, although, how pissed will you be? Because you know you're gonna, you know you're gonna get back into the Premier League, and then you're yeah, gonna... I don't think they'd be that upset because it's happened. It's not like they've been in the Premier League for ages and they don't want to lose that record or whatever. They've been relegated twice in the last 10, 12 years, so I think they're they're fine. Like they got the money, that they know they're going to come back at some point. Is although that... Sunderland got mm. taken over and they got relegated twice. Well, that would be so funny if that happened to Newcastle. Yeah, that would be Having seen them laugh at Sunderland today. That would be joke. Oh, I was oh, actually that saying, saying that. I was, uh, I was re-watching Sunderland Till I Die yesterday. I got I finished the first season last night. It is amazing. Like It's like The Office. It's Great, fucking right, quality. Right. Um, and you know what? I have to say, fuck Jack Rodwell. Oh, yeah. He's an oh, yeah. absolute yeah, he's piece of shit back, human right. being. Yeah. Like, and not only the club, like the people working in the club. Like, yeah. like you know, the... The, you know, the, the the 
cooks, the people that look after, you know, all, all, all the club, the booth, everyone that works at lower levels in that club, he absolutely screwed them. Like, I, yeah, I hope Jack Robin, I know he play, he's playing for, he must be playing, I think he's playing abroad somewhere. I where can't remember where it is. I think he's at like the, he might be in the A League or something. Yeah, he is. He is in a, yeah, that's a I great think, think... He plays for uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. That's it, yeah. yeah. Brother, stay there. Um, yeah. God, yeah, he no, was he, at he's City he's before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Gone are the days where he was at City. But then I don't. Is it nailed on that Newcastle were going to become like a top six team? No. Because we've seen other teams like QPR and Anzi I know they were in the Russian league. But um, like, do like get loads. Like QPR is probably the best one to look. They got a shitload of money for the time when they when they were in the Premier League. That didn't really work out as well for them. They got Tarat, and now they, he's like a, their only club legend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's because you still need footballing people, right? You can't just chuck a load of money in the situation. I mean, they've chucked what fifty million. Yeah, you, need, you need to hire the right staff. Yeah. And I know that they have like enough financial fair play stuff to work with right now because they haven't. They haven't spent that much money in the last however long under Mike Ashley. But they have just chucked 50 million at Kieran, Kieran uh, Trippier and uh, Chris Wood. And if those two don't work out, and there'll be more signings like that, mm. they're not going to have big, big players wanting to go to Newcastle right now, if we're going to be honest. Like proper, proper players. No, it's going to take a while. It's going to be a long term rebuild. And I think there's a lot of people that are thinking, yeah, they've got all this cash, they're just going to throw stupid money at players. But. You, you need more than just one or two good players to improve that squad. And like you said earlier, Bruin and Kieran Trippier, fair enough. But that's not really a position you need. No, so get a, center, get, a, get a player that's actually going to be make a huge difference to, to the club and to the team. And Yeah, a midfielder that can actually play with the ball yeah. instead of two long-staff kids who just aren't that good. Yeah. Um, or... Don't even Joe Willock. You paid twenty five million for Joe Willock. That's absolutely stupid. Yeah. Like because he had good half a season. You can't just do that. Like they'll spend another twenty five on Jesse Lingard now, or something like that. Yeah. And then that's stupid as well. Like again, to go back to QPR, like that was ultimately their downfall. Is how yeah how much they spent in such a short period of time. Where although they did assemble a, like you know a reasonable quality Premier League team, like the fact they were run so poorly at the time ended up being why they couldn't like sustain a Premier League bubble and why they ultimately got punished for financial fair play stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's like and it's like I don't you know I don't want to bring this thing back to Palace, but if you look at like Everton uh West Newcastle just spent fifty million on Chris Wood and uh, and Kieran Trippier. We spent sixty million on Anderson, Gay, Olise, uh Edward and Will Hughes. Who are all doing fucking jobs for us this season and being and playing incredibly well? They just don't have footballing people in or like good, you know, sporting directors. They just don't have these people in the club, and that's what they need to get first before they start just chucking money at the situation, which then FFP is going to catch up to them. It's just so stupid. Yeah. Speaking um, on the lines of FFP and transfers and stuff, we've seen as of 2024 um, they're changing the rules for loaning players. You can only have six. You can only loan six players in and out at any one point. Chelsea are fucked. Yep. Don't mind that. All the Don't comments that, I, I saw were literally like Chelsea fans right now. It's just sweating. Or like Chelsea just gonna have to sell everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are literally gonna have to sell everyone. Like, uh, that's alright though. I'll take if they've got to start doing that. I'll definitely take Conor Gallagher next season. 
uh, on a, on a, well, it's on a 2024 that, that that comes in, I think. So still a couple of years off, but. but hopefully, I'm just still like I don't want it to happen, but I do want it to happen. I want Chelsea to sign Declan Rice because that does. I don't want him to leave West Ham, but I do want. I do kind of because then it just it means that we have more better of a chance of getting Conor Gallagher basically. Mm. Um, another midfield position taken up. But, but if uh, Conor Gallagher's already on their books, would they then not bother signing Rice and keep Gallagher? Different, different kind of style, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like you want to, you want Gallagher further up the pitch, whereas you want Rice a bit further back, right? Like he can obviously go up, go up, go forward, and and, mm. and play up, you know, a bit higher up the pitch. But that's not predominantly where you want Declan Rice, really, no, is it? No. But um, and you don't particularly want Conor Gallagher being a DM sort of role, really. No. Uh, we saw in the England game that when he was in that midfield too, it just wasn't the same as when he's in a three. When he can have you know the roaming ability, so um, yeah, so I don't know. It'd be interesting, but I just wanted to uh, finish up before we finish up. Just have a look at some transfer rumors. I'm on the BBC website right now. We'll just have a look at some stuff. So, um, basic. Have you seen? Uh, Bayern, well, Bayern Munich are looking to sign uh, to sell off uh, Lewandowski in mm-hmm. the summer because you know 33 is is a uh, is deal ends in June 2023, so next summer. So I guess, and he's not looking to sign a new contract. So I'm guessing yeah, they're just going to want to cap in as much as they can. If he's got one one year left on his contract and he's 33, but he is Robert Lewandowski, what do you think his going price is? Uh, well, for a team that wants to wants to win now, say, I, I don't think Man United would go after him, but say, for example, Man United, it probably they'd probably be willing to part with a fair bit for him. I mean, how much did they spend on Van Persie when he was, what, 31? Yeah, true. Something hey, like yeah, that, slowing, true. slowing down. Um, but he was that final piece for them to just win the title. Oh, though, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, I, mean, I think Lewandowski could have a similar impact on, on a team like that. Yeah, true, true, Whether true. It maybe maybe even like Barcelona or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'd fit their style, but a team... Like in the kind of state like that, just below where they want to be, um, yeah. he is the kind of player that can just take you to the next level. Hundred yeah. um, percent. Just obviously, obviously, Ollie, you you brought up the uh, the uh, fact about uh, where where will Chris, how long will Cristiano Ronaldo want to stay at Man United if they don't, you know, or, or how many years has he got left? Well, apparently, this is reported by the Sun, so you know, take it with a pinch talk. of salt. Um, but. <laughs> Ronaldo's representatives have told Man United that he will be looking to leave Old Trafford in the summer if the club fails to get Champions League football. So, I mean, what do you guys make of that? Makes sense. Doesn't surprise me, really. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell he's not happy. I don't think he likes Ragnick. Any... No. No, he'll want to get in a manager that he likes and then it's just like, how can you... You can't really do that when he's like a fucking 36-year-old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or... Who's yeah, really he's only, only going to be playing for maximum for like a couple more years? Yeah, yeah. And then who'd you get? Like, yeah, is, is a Ten Hag going to go there? Is it? Watch him just be player manager next season. <laughs> Scrap oh, Ragnar yeah. and then it would be Ronaldo's Ronaldo's player manager to retire, and then he just takes over management. Yeah, straight that'd away. Be, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, um, he is the LeBron of football. They are so similar in so many different yeah, ways. They're manager killers. That's mm. what they are. Yeah, they they run the team and, you know, they've been like the best in the game for like twenty years. Yeah. And they're they're both just completely physical freaks of just how like the standard of yeah. like fitness they're at and how much they take care of their bodies and stuff. And they're both on teams where the surrounding cast do absolutely fuck all. So um I think Messi and Curry is another parallel. 
think they're more Messi like LeBron and Ronaldo. Yeah, because I guess you could say Messi and Curry both changed the game completely. Mm. They're um, more like on like finesse level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron yeah. and their, Ronaldo their impact like, hard fucking work. Impact like, on the game has been yeah. altered how talent, people play football. Um, do you know what I mean? So, natural talent and like talent and great. You got hard work and graft. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I've, sure. I've always thought of Ronaldo as, a, as a, he's a machine. He's built himself to be the way he is, but Messi's pure natural talent. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But he's at PSG now, so go fuck it. <laughs> um, anyone at PSG can do that. Um, Barcelona in advanced talks with uh, Andres Christensen, so maybe that's the reason why he's not playing too much, boys. Uh, that would actually be a fantastic move for that's Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how yeah, they're gonna, not... how they're gonna, uh, what is it, activate him because they only have only just managed to do it with Ferran Torres and they signed him fucking ages ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be All the players easy. are having to take like wage um, deductions and stuff like that to be able to yeah. for them to be able to register and sign these players. Yeah, sure. Um, look, Chelsea are interested in signing 17-year-old Spanish midfielder Gavi, who has a 42 million pound release clause in his Barcelona contract. That would be mental. Yeah. Uh, he does look like a very class player. Obviously, they're favouring Pedri over him, which is fair enough because that yeah. Pedri kid is nuts, man. Like, he played like 70 odd games last year. Yeah. Ever, I think it was. Um, and yeah, he's just, he's just wicked. Um, it's more than one a know. week. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, it's fucking crazy. But you think about it, it's actually, it's crazy now, but it's not crazy. It wasn't crazy, but Lampard was doing like 70 games a season, year yeah. in, year out for England and, uh, you know, Chelsea and stuff like that and, and all the, what they were playing. But, but it just. Oh, feels- I've, I've- figured out recently I, I saw well, Cristiano Ronaldo has played um, quickly played 184 times for Portugal so that is like that's like four five league seasons worth of, of football on top of the and going to like the final of the Champions League like every or going to the, yeah, yeah. the Champions League and yeah, all and competitions Thomas, every yeah. season yeah that's fucking crazy that is nuts he's a machine he's a machine like yeah, I don't know. Where do you guys? Ah, oh, this is this is gonna be. This is where do you guys fall on that side of Messi and Ronaldo? We don't have to get into it, but just off off your heads, where do you where do you fall on? I'm a Ronaldo. I've, I've, I've always been more to to Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. But I've always been a more of a Madrid than Barcelona guy myself. Anyway, um, growing up as a kid, I used to, I, I love Real Madrid. So I don't know. Um, I think the only real real thing that proper tips hit for me is that kind of Ronaldo's kind of proved it across a few different leagues now. Messi goes to PSG. You do it in the Premier League. That's yeah. it for me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think he's having the complete range of skills as well. Yeah. Rather than... Obviously, what Messi does, he's, he's better at doing what Messi does than Ronaldo is. At, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People. But, um, yeah, Ronaldo was in his prime was the full the full shebang. I would have uh, quite liked to see Messi leave Barca when he was slightly younger, just to see if it, it is... Maybe he's getting on a bit now and the fact that he's obviously playing in a shit yeah. league... Um, that's the, the real issue, or if it's just he's not even doing that... it in the league. Well, that's the All thing, his yeah. goals have come in the Champions League, which yeah. I guess you could say is even more impressive, I suppose. But I think that's why they bought him, though. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they're not going to win it. They're still not going to win it. No, definitely um, not. I would, yeah, so I would have liked to have seen Messi do it at a slightly younger age or whatever. But yeah, he's now in, in a good team, but in a trash league. So it's uh, what you gonna not do, amazing eh? for him. Yeah. But I'll just have a H. This is one for you, mate. I don't know too much about the guy, but West Ham are targeting Blackburn's Ben Berenton Diaz. Do you know? Player. Huh? Yeah. Um, 
He was until last year. He was just called Ben Brereton. Oh, okay. Um, but he got called up by Chile in the Copa America last year because his mum is from Chile, which you know, a complete surprise to everyone. Yeah. Um, now he came like, and he scored the winner in their first game or something at Copa America, and then became like an instant national hero. Um, and since then, he's been absolutely unreal for Blackburn. Whereas his first two seasons, the fans weren't that keen on him because he wasn't really getting any goals or anything. But this season, absolutely tearing up this season. Oh, nice. He's, he's okay. like, for how tall he is as well, he's, he's absolutely rapid. How tall is he? Is he a big lad? Um, he's on the taller side of things. Um, okay. Well, 1.85 metres. So he's about 6'1 yeah. or something. 6'1. That's, um, that's impressive, though. But yeah, he's, he's, he's quick, man. Fair enough. I'm just having a look. Ollie, one of your, your a hero of yours, Thierry Henry, is in the running to be the next Bordeaux manager. Blimey. That'd be interesting. Oh, man who's failed at every just, club he's been at. That has just triggered a little thought that I had. Oh, oh an Arsenal player and. Uh, well, an unnamed Arsenal player is being investigated by the FA due to a um, suspicious betting activity. Um, people, oh, okay, if we're, gonna, if we're, we're taking was, bets on who it is. It was, it was suspicious that he didn't get a red. That's what was suspicious. Yeah, no, it was... But he went a whole game without getting a red. Yeah. Um, is it No, it's unnamen oh. at the moment. We, I, I don't know if I've seen... I read through some of the comments, but a lot of it was just talk about Xhaka. No, I've, I've seen the incident. I've seen the incident. Yeah, it was yeah. when it was a time wasting incident he did against. I don't know who you're playing. I'm just having a look. Yeah, so it is Xhaka then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, it is Xhaka. Why is that yeah, suspicious? You, you, yeah, you. Why is you're, that a suspicious betting activity? You're four one up. You're four one up with like five minutes left, and he took so long to take a free kick. But that's like, just running out of the lost. clock, isn't it? Well, I mean, it wasn't even injury time yet, but. Yeah, but so what's the thing? So what is the so what is this all so about? So essentially, someone has, but someone not a player, but someone has put a bet down, and there's been suspicious betting activity around him yeah, getting like a flurry of bets. A card, yeah, just yeah. makes sense. But yeah, at the same time, oh, why is that suspicious? So he got a, okay, he yeah. got himself a card. They think he may have got himself a card by by time wasting, but not taking the free kicks. The ref, yeah, yeah. give me. Your, I see. I'm with you now. The deal had been like get a yellow card after this point. Or he'd been trying the whole game to get a yellow card and failed. Um, then he thought, "Oh, this is a good way I can get a yellow card, so I just take fucking ages." Well, I don't understand why it's suspicious really. that Jacker getting a card. Because no, it's not at all. It's not he at all. Gets all every game. <laughs> yeah, the least suspicious player in the Premier League to get booked. Yeah, especially at Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like he. Um, yeah, he. Uh, he get he gets yellow cards all the time. Like that is what that is his game. Like that's what he does. Yep. Um, he's awful. Um, but you know it is what it is. Hopefully he won't be at Arsenal too much longer. I can't yeah, imagine he'll be staying in the Premier League too much longer either after post Arsenal. But um, but I feel like that might be a good place to, to stop things, boys. Yeah. It's been a, a good podcast today. Uh, lovely chatting with y'all. We'll be back next Thursday. I think we're going to keep to Thursdays. It seems to be the best day I think for everyone, right? To, to sort of get on here. Yeah. Um, so we'll keep to Thursdays, and uh, yeah, we'll be um, be doing more of a reviewing, previewing, just chatting general football stuff. Because um, I'm sure by the time next week, the January transfer window will be pretty much done. 
There'll be still be a few days left of uh, of signings, but I'm sure we'll see a, a few yeah. more people come through the door and go out. 20, the 27th door. next uh, next Thursday, so um, yeah, be a couple of days left. But we got a week worth of uh, potential people, you know, getting signed and, and all that kind of stuff. But sure. uh, but yeah, if, um, thanks to everyone for watching. Thanks to you guys for being with uh, being here today. Make sure to subscribe, like, and follow, and do all that good stuff. Hit notification bells on, for the Footy Fetch podcast. We're above here. You know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, t- uh, Twitch, YouTube, all the good places f- um, to come follow us and for your weekly content on the old football. football. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll have a bit, you know, hopefully we'll have Bart here next week. You never know. We can talk a bit of Man United shop. It's always fun to talk about that with him and wind him up. Um, and yeah. Hey, just quickly before we go, Reading, give us a quick synopsis. What's, what's happening? All right, see you later, guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's absolute shambles, mate. Oh, diabolical, diabolical. Okay, I think we'll, we'll need we we'll need a full podcast uh, to, yeah, to we'll talk need about a full it. Podcast on that. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> you can if you like, but I won't. Do that. <laughs> I'm working <laughs> that you, day. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no. Uh, thanks everyone for watching and peace. I feel like get mask.